Welcome back to another episode of In Enemy Territory. We've got a great one for you today. With the upcoming NFL playoffs and the upcoming new NHL season, we are going to have our first ever installment of Prediction Addiction. Today's episode will be dedicated to me, probably very poorly, predicting um, the outcomes of the NFL playoffs, the 2021 NFL playoffs, and the entire NHL 2021 season. Um, I'm going to try to pick who is going to win Rookie of the Year, MVP, yada yada, division winners, cup winners, as well as um, a round-by-round breakdown of the NFL playoffs. And let's just see what happens. We'll revisit it after the playoffs. Um, We'll revisit um, how I did, who won the Super Bowl, how far off I was. And after the NHL season, we'll take a look again. Um, We'll pull up this time capsule, for lack of a better word. And we will see how far off from reality I was. So... To start off, let's start with um, hockey, and then we'll go through all of my NHL predictions. When we finish that up, we'll just we'll do the second half of the show. Will be the NFL playoffs. So let's kick off the NHL season. We're recording ten days before the first puck drop. Very excited next week to have the boys back on the ice, and it's going to be a very exciting year. You know, it's only going to be a fifty-six game season. Um, divisions have been realigned, um, not even hundred percent sure how the playoffs are going to work, but it's going to be great. Hopefully they're all going to stay safe, healthy. We're not going to have to miss games. Players are going to be able to play the game and it won't be any controversy and it'll just be, everything will be amazing. So my first prediction is that is not going to happen. It's going to be crazy and people are going to get COVID and games are going to, you know, have backup players who really shouldn't be on the ice because everyone else, whatever. I'll let what, what's going to happen happen. That much I, we're not going to predict. But it's obviously not going to be as smooth as we would like. But hopefully um, in the return to play last the end of the summer, it went pretty well. They awarded the Stanley Cup. I don't see any reason why this July we don't see the Stanley Cup awarded again. Without further ado, Rookie of the Year, the Calder memorial trophy um i don't know a ton about this year's rookie class i normally don't really pay attention to what's going on in the juniors or just all the hype for the young guys in canada and russia whatever i do know one thing first overall pick alexis lafrenier um my accent i know is horrible lafrenier maybe that was closer um he is Joining a New York Rangers who ended the season hot last year. They got swept, I think, out of the qualifier round. But um, I blame that on Henrik Lundqvist. The Rangers are on the up and up. Lafreniere is around pieces like Panarin, Zibanejad, and company. Um, they've got some good scorers. They've got some young talent, some veterans. Um, and after missing the playoffs for a bunch of years, I think the Rangers might have this rookie sensation be the piece that they needed to get back into the playoff picture. Um, Alexis Lafreniere, maybe he'll put up 30, 35 points. 
um, in a 56 game season, which is about like a 50, 55 point pace in a regular season, which for a rookie lately, that's all it's really took. Um, so with all the hype around this French Canadian, um, playing in New York, um, I think Lafreniere will be taking home the rookie of the year award come July. Moving on to the Vezina, best goalies in the league. It actually makes me sick to say this, but I think Carter Hart, what we saw last year, might get it done in Philly. He was phenomenal, and he's still a young guy. He's still getting better. The Flyers actually are not too bad. Um, I think Carter Hart, if the Flyers don't pull a Flyers and and stink when they should be good. Um, I think he might be good enough to beat out goaltenders like last year's uh, winner, Hellebuck, and I think uh, Vasilevsky from two years ago, he won it. I think he might be good enough to beat those guys out. Um, and and Carter Hart, yeah. I, I mean, there's no two ways about it. He's a young stud goaltender. Um, Jordan Biddington's a young stud. Uh, the Blues are always great. Uh, Matt Murray is a young stud up in Ottawa. He's going to be looking to refine himself, but I think I'm going to have to go with Carter Hart as my prediction for the Vezina Award. Um, the Norris Trophy for the best defenseman of the year. Last year, Roman Yossi took it home. For The front runner for most of the season was John Carlson. He was putting up points at a ridiculous pace. He cooled off. Uh, Roman Yossi stayed hot all year, especially late. Um, he just couldn't not score, and Roman Yossi was the guy. I think John Carlson, the Capitals look great every year. Um, John Carlson's kind of finally found his confidence to score. Um, I think he is going to take home the Norris. I'm going to be looking out for Quinn Hughes, the young Jewish defenseman of the Vancouver Canucks, who was uh, nominated for Rookie of the Year last year, as well as Kellen McCarr, who took home the Rookie of the Year last year. Those two young defensemen were exciting as anything. They might be in the um, Norris picture. Um, those kids are really bad. And when I say bad, I mean like Michael Jackson, bad. Um, but I think John Carlson, the veteran, um, will be taking home the trophy. Moving on to the Art Ross the points leader for the league. Um, he was, I think, third last year, if not fourth, uh, with 92 points in just 60-some games. Artemi Panarin was quietly put up a ridiculous year last year with the Rangers. Um, Panarin is fantastic. He's an amazing player. Got sweet, silky hands. Um, great on the power play. He's got great support uh, on the Rangers. And I think Artemi Panarin, this this coming uh, award ceremony, will be hoisting multiple um, personal hardware. Um, and runner-ups could very well be Connor McDavid or Sidney Crosby, Alston Matthews. Um, but I think Artemi Panarin, you heard it here first, the Russian will be taking home the uh, Art Ross, which is the award for most points scored. Rocket Richard. Now, last year we had a two-way tie with Ovechkin and David Pasternak. Austin Matthews, I think, was one behind. He was hot on their trail. And just a few more goals behind was Mika Zibanejad, who had scored like a trillion goals in the last four games. 
to come with his shooting range. And if this if the season hadn't been shortened, he might have caught them. But um, I think this coming year, Austin Matthews. Um, I just got word today that Joe Thornton, unbelievably, is going to be on the Leafs starting top line to start the season. And who has passed the puck better than Joe Thornton in the last 20 years? That guy can pass the puck well over a thousand career assists. Um, I hope he's not a liability on the defensive side because he is slow as anything, but uh, Joe Thornton dishing the puck to Austin Matthews with Mitch Marner on the line with them. Matthews is going to be putting up numbers. Um, I, I predict uh, the Rocket Richard in a typical year is won by scoring about 50 goals in 82 game season. This year's 56 games is about a two thirds of a season. Um, I don't think we'll see a 40 goal score, but maybe uh, upwards of like 35, 37 could take it home. Um, if someone could put it together, a really sick campaign. I think Matthews maybe will get uh, about 36, um, Ovechkin 35 or so, Leon Dreisaitl, you know, somewhere in that vicinity, mid to upper 30s, um, and maybe um, Crosby in the lower 30s as well. You know, I'm not going to go through every around the league, but I think, you know, those big names, Matthews will top the league and take home the rocket. And now, um, as for the MVP of the league, the Hart Trophy, I'm going to say Artemi Panarin. He's going to light up the league, probably mid-20s in goals and you know, let's say the forties or, or even maybe 50 assists bring, you know, he'll have like about 75 to 80 points in the 56 game season. He's just been red hot. He's puts up numbers at a ridiculous pace. And I think he might beat out Connor McDavid, who's probably also going to put up in the seventies because he is a scoring machine. And Austin Matthews will have maybe in the mid, mid to upper sixties. Um, He's been a relatively even um, goals to assist kind of player. And Artemi Panarin, my predictions are, are very uh, Ranger heavy. I think that um, Panarin is going to lead the Rangers to a decent playoff run. I don't think they're going to win the cup, but the Rangers are going to be back in playoff contention led by players such as Panarin, Zibanejad, Lafreniere, and the two young Russian goaltenders that they've got, Chesterkin and, and Grigoriev. And, and yeah, Jack Adams, best coach of the year, none other than Quinn, uh, Pat Quinn for the New York Rangers. I think he'll, he'll, nail, he'll nail down that award. And as for the division winners this year, we've, you know, it's a special alignment. We've got the O Canada division. Uh, comprising of Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, and Winnipeg. Um, honestly, I would say all of those teams are trending up. Like, Calgary just got Markstrom from Vancouver in the offseason. Um, I know they flamed out against the... Um, no pun intended. They flamed out against the Stars in the first round. Stars went on to represent the West and make it to the cup um but they were really good they just they they never seemed to be able to to uh put it together in the playoffs but uh calgary good team edmonton you know they've got some extreme elite skilled players and you know 
they always somehow fall apart. But Edmonton's a great team. Montreal trending up. Great goaltender in Carey Price. He might also be in the Vezina discussion, for all we know. They made a lot of offseason acquisitions. Ottawa brought a bunch of pieces in, including Matt Murray, Derek Stepan. Toronto um, brought in Joe Thornton. They've got a great core. They keep on flaming out in the playoffs, but like they're on the up. I mean, they, there's no reason to think that the Leafs are not going to be better this year than they were last year. Um, Vancouver, great playoff run last year. They made it a couple rounds. They're young. They're getting better. They brought in Braden Holpe. Who knows what that's going to do for the team. And Winnipeg, they're good. They've got a great goalie. They've got Shifley. They've got Wheeler. They've got great pieces. Neil Pionk on defense was fantastic last year. So that division, honestly, up for grabs. Um, I think at the end of the day, the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to take that division. Um, maybe the Oilers will hang close, but like Canucks looks phenomenal last year. I think Toronto is going to take it. Only four teams make it to the playoffs. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, the Canucks and the Flyers actually, to me, feel very similar. Young, good goalies, um, really starting to put it together and, and open up their window to maybe make a run for a cup in the next couple of years. Kind of where Toronto is now is where the Flyers and Canucks might be in two or three years. Um, as for the next division, the West, we've got the Ducks, Coyotes, Avalanche, Kings, Wild, Sharks, Blues, and the Knights. Um, the Knights, the Blues, and the Avalanche, to me, are the teams in that division that are the teams to beat. Um, and I think maybe the Avalanche will squeak it out over over the Blues and Vegas. They they just they McKinnon and those guys just looked fantastic last year. It came down to a game seven for them against the Stars, and they lost. But they're still they're right there with the young the young defense core. I think they might have gotten another rookie defenseman to add to that squad. But um, they're good. What can you say? The Blues are great and the Knights are great, but I think uh, they'll all be in the playoffs. But I think the Avalanche will take that division. Um, as for the Central Division, we've got Carolina, we've got the Hurricane, the, the Blackhawks, the Blue Jackets, the Stars, Red Wings, Panthers, 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 Predators, and um, Lightning. To me, Tampa Bay Lightning are clearly the best team in that division. Carolina's all right. Um, yeah, and Dallas was in the Cup last year, so we get to see eight games of rematch of the Stanley Cup, Tampa versus Dallas. I think that Tampa might run away with that division with a few games left or maybe even more. They'll just they'll have it locked up. Um, Columbus is good, but Chicago, Columbus, Detroit, Florida, Nashville, eh, that's definitely the weakest division in hockey with this realigned um, structure. And now for my division, Penguins division, we've got the Bruins moving to our division, the Sabres, Devils, the Islanders, Rangers, Flyers, Penguins, and Caps. Now this is going to be crazy because, honestly, it's a toss-up. Um, maybe not New Jersey, but Buffalo's got some new pieces. They've got a lot of old pieces that you think should work. It hasn't worked, but um, Boston's great. Both New York teams, like I said, are looking good. Flyers, Penguins, Caps are amazing. So, like, I mean, technically, the 
Penguins of, of, of those three teams are not quite on paper amazing, but I, I really believe the Penguins are going to have a, a, a kickback year. Uh, they brought some new pieces in. They got rid of some old guys, brought in some fresh people. We still have that core of Crosby, Malk, and Tang. I think the Penguins are going to be better this year than they have been since their last cup in 2017. Um, but as for who's going to take the division, um, I think the Flyers might might take it. I don't think they're going to go deep in the playoffs because they're the Flyers and they just don't do that. But I think the Flyers are going to take that division. And that brings me to my next prediction. Who is going to take home the President's Trophy? I say the Toronto Maple Leafs. They are going to just rock it this year. And Stanley Cup, I'm giving you the Toronto Maple Leafs. Really? Yes. Even after the curse, they haven't won 50-some years? Yes. I think the Toronto Maple Leafs are amazing. Austin Matthews going to be the going to have an insane amount of goals. Their goaltender Freddie Anderson is going to bounce back. They've got a great defense. They've got some new pieces. Maybe this will be finally the year they don't have to play Boston in the first round. Um, you know. That's my prediction. If there's a, ever a year for something crazy to happen, Toronto Maple Leafs. Fun, a couple fun facts for the NHL season, and then we'll switch gears to football. Fun fact, look for Patrick Marlowe of the uh, now for his third stint with them of the San Jose Sharks to become the all-time leader in games played. He needs just 10 games to pass Yarmir Yager for third all-time. And if he plays in 45 of the 56 games this year, he'll pass Gordie Howe and be the all-time leader in games played in the NHL. Patrick Marlowe. Look for Buffalo Sabres. It's going to be hard. We've got a great division, but look for the Sabres to snap the current longest playoff drought in the league, nine years, with pieces like um, Eric Stahl and Taylor Hall joining the team. They might, you know, maybe they'll uh, squeak their way in. You never know. And in, a, in a year like this where there's eight teams in the division, you're going to play all of those seven teams eight times, and that's your 56 games. It's going to be crazy. It's it's really going to be exciting. It's going to be, I think, um, what a lot of us are predicting is going to be a, almost a playoff atmosphere between, you know, these divisional rivals. There's some, because obviously most of the divisions are still relatively the same, but, you know, bring the Sabres into the Capitals division. It's not going to be, they haven't played each other in the playoffs really ever, and, like, they don't have anything between each other. So, like, those games, maybe not so much. But when you've got... Eight games between the Capitals Penguins. Eight games between the Penguins Flyers. Eight games between the Flames and the Jets. Eight games between the Oilers and the Leafs. It's going to get nuts. And I love it. I'm excited for it. And maybe just something something crazy will happen that none of, none of us saw coming. In general, that's normally how a season goes. Something happens none of us could have predicted. And um, the Sabres could squeak in. They currently have the longest playoff drought in the league. Actually, today as I'm recording, the longest football playoff drought, the Cleveland Browns, has been um, snapped. Browns made the playoffs for the first time since 2002. So, go figure. Um, one more fun fact to look out for the season. Sidney Crosby will look to have his 16th consecutive season 
scoring at least one point per game or more. This would be the second longest streak in history, as right now he is tied with Mario Lemieux at 15 seasons to start the career with at least one point per game or more. And Wayne Gretzky did it in 19 straight years until his 20th year where he went under. Um, Keep an eye on Sid Crosby to do this. And as well, keep an eye on Connor McDavid. He has five straight seasons to start his career of one point per game or more. So he has the next longest streak actively in the league. I uh, just wanted to say thank goodness hockey is back. As you can hear from my voice, I'm very excited. I hope that they all keep themselves safe and keep themselves happy on the ice. And we will see someone bring the cup home in July. As long as it's the Penguins or anyone but the Flyers, I cannot wait. Now let's switch gears to the NFL playoffs. I'm actually recording this as I watch the Redskins-Eagles game, which will decide the um, NFC East champion with the Redskins getting a win. They will take the division. If the Eagles pull off the upset, beat the Redskins, the Giants, who won earlier today, will take their division. And regardless, the winner of that division will host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs. So let's just give a quick scope of what the playoff picture looks like. Everything has been um, decided except for that the, um, the NFC East. and the AFC, the Chiefs got the best record in the league. They um, 15 and one and they clinched the bye week. So first week wild card weekend, we're gonna see the Colts at the Bills, Browns at the Steelers, Ravens at the Titans. Packers in the NFC um, clinched the number one. They've got home field advantage. And in week one, we're going to see Bears at Saints, Rams at Seahawks, Buccaneers at the NFC East champion. And I'm going to give you an in-game, in-recording prediction. I think the Redskins are going to beat the Eagles. They're up by three points. It's the fourth quarter. We're talking about the Eagles. I don't think they're going to beat anyone because they've only had four wins all year. I think the Redskins are going to take the division and win that division, which normally is what one would do if they take the division. Uh, Redskins are going to do it. So there's my first prediction moving forward towards next weekend's games. In the AFC, I think the Bills are going to beat the Colts. I think, unfortunately, I think the Browns are going to beat the Steelers. The Steelers just lost four out of five to back their way into the playoffs. They don't look great. Browns do. And... Please prove me wrong, Pittsburgh, but I think the Browns are going to advance in that one in Heinz Field, and I think the Ravens are going to go to Tennessee and beat the Titans. The Ravens are really hot right now, and the Titans are too. Derrick Henry just rushed for 2,000 yards, but I think the Ravens, Browns, and Bills will advance, and in the NFC, I think Saints will beat the Bears, Seahawks will beat the Rams, and I think the Buccaneers will go to the Redskins, or if I'm wrong, they'll go to the Giants and win. That brings us to the second round. Ravens will go to Buffalo. I think the Ravens will upset the Bills. Um, Browns will go to the Chiefs, and I think that obviously the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes are going to win. In the NFC, Buccaneers are going to go to the Packers. Tom Brady at the Packers. I think Green Bay is going to win. And Seahawks at the Saints. I think the Seahawks pull off the upset. Old man Breeze is not going to get a chance to win his second Super Bowl. Seahawks, Packers, NFC Championship, Ravens, Chiefs, 
AFC Championship. My boy, Patrick Mahomes, going to go up to the Super Bowl for the second year in a row. He's going to beat the Ravens at home. And Seahawks-Packers, I think, for the first time in a while, we're actually going to see a Super Bowl where the best team from the AFC is going to face the best team from the NFC. We're not going to see a Tom Brady Super Bowl for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. We're going to see Patrick Mahomes against Aaron Rodgers, two MVP candidates. And I think the Chiefs are going to beat the Packers. 33-26, Mahomes, back-to-back Super Bowls, back-to-back Super Bowl MVPs. First time Super Bowl has been won two years in a row by the same team since Tom Brady did it in 2003-2004. And Patrick Mahomes is going to seal his legacy right then and there in his fourth career season. And he's going to go on to win seven Super Bowls. Okay, no, I'm kidding. Maybe he will, but he's just going to win his second one this year. It's going to be unreal. Wish it would be my Steelers, but what I've just seen from them the last six weeks, we have no business winning the Super Bowl. Um, there you go. Prediction addiction accomplished. I hope you all enjoy. Um, as always, please feel free to comment on any of the platforms that um, you can find the show. I would love to hear who your favorite team is. If you think you know, if you think I'm crazy for any of my predictions, if you think I'm dead on, I don't expect any of you to answer, but. That would be pretty awesome if I heard back from any of y'all listeners. Um, appreciate it. You can find the uh, the podcast. We've got a Facebook page, facebook.com slash IET podcast, or just on Instagram at IET podcast. Uh, we'll, ne- we'll be back next week with a regular episode of the show, Talking Baseball, and that is wrong. We'll be back the next week. And I I don't remember which episode is going to be next week because I decided to make this episode after I already structured the season. So anyways, there's a little behind the scenes for you. It's been great. Appreciate you. Thank you. And we'll see you next week.